0: I'm Josh Barrow.
1: And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. So there's one thing that I think that people really haven't understood in this election, and we've talked about it a lot.
0: Hi, Lynette. What is the thing people don't understand?
1: Trade. They don't understand trade. Nobody understands a thing about trade.
0: My understanding is that Mexico and China are stealing our jobs.
1: Most jobs in the United States in manufacturing have been lost due to automation, not to bad trade deals, which Donald Trump seems to think that he can fix.
0: So basically, your job was stolen by a robot, not by a Chinese person.
1: This is a sci-fi novel, not um, some kind of racist, dystopian comic
0: book. The thing I find weird is that Donald Trump talks about how we've gotten the short end of all these trade deals and that the U.S. trade deficit is too big. We import a lot more stuff than we export, and that's a problem. But then what's happened since he got elected president is the dollar has gone way up. And what happens when the dollar strengthens is that actually it becomes easier for you to import things and harder to export. So if this trend continues... Donald Trump will actually likely oversee a substantial increase in the trade deficit that he's been railing against.
1: So the only thing Trump can really do is continue this World Trade Organization lawsuits or he can get into a trade war. He can put more tariffs on Chinese goods. But the problem is Americans buy cheap Chinese goods.
0: I think there are a couple of things to game out here. There are two broad things Trump could do that would reduce the trade deficit. One is he could pursue a weak dollar policy. The dollar's been strengthening. That's not inevitable. Now, he doesn't directly control monetary policy. The Fed does that. But he'll get to appoint people to the Federal Reserve Board. He will have some influence over monetary policy. And if the Fed decided they wanted a weaker dollar, they could weaken the dollar. But I think we should talk a little bit about what a weak dollar would do. Okay, sure. So a weak dollar... Meaning the dollar is worth less compared to other currencies around the world makes it cheaper for people in other countries to buy our exports, so it would encourage exports, it would discourage imports because imports to the US would get more expensive. Sure. It would take more dollars to buy the imports. But then the other thing, and this is being experienced in Britain right now because the pound has weakened massively since the Brexit vote, is that your standard of living goes down when your currency is weaker. Because Absolutely. all of those dola- you have a salary that's, you know, forty thousand dollars or hundred thousand dollars or whatever you make. And that just doesn't go as far when the dollar is worthless. So the thing is, if the dollar is weak, that'll be great for manufacturers. It might create some employment in manufacturing at the margin. Um, and Trump would be able to go around and brag about that. But everybody's standard of living would decline a little bit just because they wouldn't be able to buy as much stuff with the money. Right.
1: They have. And Americans are definitely used to buying a lot of stuff.
0: The other thing Trump could do is sort of what you're describing about a trade war. He does have a fair amount of unilateral power in the, in the presidency to impose trade restrictions, to impose tariffs that he would say are in retaliation for anti-competitive behavior by other countries. And if you did this stuff, you could significantly reduce the amount of imports. The problem is it would also tend to reduce exports right? because a trade war goes two ways. And if you're building trade barriers, it reduces both what we take in and what we send out.
1: And the thing is, as I said before, a lot of these manufacturing jobs were taken through automation from robots anyway. So again, what you said at the margin, it would be a very, very small margin. Steel is a commodity that is one of the best examples of this. We have a tariff against Chinese steel. And the only thing that that has done is hurt American manufacturers that have to buy that steel. So his understanding of what our trade policy is, actually is, is completely wrong. We've been trying to combat this already using the measures that we have legally, and they're not helping. They're actually hurting our manufacturers who are not the steel makers, but the steel uh, manipulators. Right. You if say. you
0: make cars or anything else that contains steel, bingo. if trade policy makes steel more expensive, then your product becomes more expensive.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that what this tells us is that the global economy functions better when there's cooperation. And in fact, economists have been right. Writing a lot about this um, for the past two years, especially Dylan Grice, this guy who used to be associate general, wrote an amazing paper two years ago about cycles of trust and how the economy and our history really moves in cycles of people cooperating and trusting each other. And then that cooperation deteriorating and falling away. And in fact, Credit is the most amazing indicator of this because the word credit actually comes from the Latin word for trust. We cannot build a successful economy without trusting each other and believing that we're all acting in good faith.
0: Yeah, although the bullish case here about why maybe we don't need to worry that much. Hang me. Is Donald Trump talks a big game often doesn't do things he says he's going to do. When he was a real estate developer, he would announce projects and then not build them. Um, He likes taking credit for things. So he says that he's going to open up and renegotiate NAFTA, and if he doesn't, then he'll file notice that he intends to withdraw from it. And that should make people nervous about trade with Mexico, and that's part of why the Mexican peso has weakened a lot um, since Trump got elected, because people think it's going to be bad for the Mexican economy if we have a trade war. On the other hand, Trump could get some minor adjustments to NAFTA, There is, in fact, stuff that should be updated in NAFTA, which is part of what was supposed to be done with the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which now looks dead. So you could go back and do a NAFTA update with some not very important, not very controversial stuff. And then Donald Trump could wave it around and be like, see, I fixed NAFTA. Now it's a good trade deal. I negotiated a great deal. I make the best deals. Your Trump voice is not good. The fact that the stock market is up so much since he was elected— it says to me that investors think that he's going to do things that are good for equities, so stockholders like it, the market went up. On the other hand, there are other things Donald Trump could do that would be bad for stockholders. Like, like he a could, lot. Like he could start a trade war.
1: Like everything you said, actually.
0: Yeah, but if then Trump moves in this direction where he's really doing a lot to restrict trade with Mexico and China and other countries, the stock market will fall. That is a that is a thing that is bearish for American companies and that will show up in stock prices. So currently the market seems to be betting that Trump is just bluffing about that. And the other thing is while there's a lot of power in the presidency, he's also gonna to need to do a lot with Congress, and Republicans in Congress are not going to want a bunch of new trade restrictions.
1: But they all just got fun new red Make America great yes, again hats.
0: Yeah. Well they you know they have their own definition of what it means to make America great again. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader.